Um, hello, um, I'm Julian Crockford from the University of Sheffield and I work for the University's Widening Participation Research and Evaluation Unit um, and I think we're, we're kind of fairly, well very lucky in that we do have dedicated resource to look at the evaluation and, and research into widening participation across the whole student journey so we look at outreach and um, we're also focusing on student success and progression. Um, and I'm just going to talk about how we've started introducing the Nirupi framework into our practice at Sheffield. Um, just as a bit of context, I worked in admissions for a long time and then jumped straight to the evaluation role, which was interesting for the practitioners because I didn't come with that kind of set of assumptions and experience that they had from years of working in practice. And that turned out to be a blessing and a curse. Uh, it was a blessing in the sense that I still am a, a fresh pair of eyes and I can ask stupid questions without having been enculturated. But I think the curse from the uh, outreach team would be that I ask some stupid questions and I have to go back to basics. But as I'll say, that the, the Narupa frameworks actually helped us with that process quite a lot. So uh, I, I kind of, thinking of the Narupa framework as a kind of lingua franca in my conversation with practitioners, and I've just stuck a couple of um, definitions up, including one from Wikipedia that I didn't really... We shouldn't really use Wikipedia, but it did talk about lingua franca as a bridge language, which seemed to be really appropriate. Um, in terms of how we uh, approach evaluation, obviously there's kind of different uh, approaches, different ways of thinking about evaluation. I'm going to make a really crude distinction, just for the purpose of this talk, between evaluation that um, looks at the process or implementation of an intervention or it looks to see what the impacts of an intervention are without really having theorised and modelled them before. And then there's a, another model of evaluation which would be based on setting the objectives, as Andrew said earlier, based on an understanding of what you're trying to achieve and using evaluation to look at the extent to which that intervention had, had met those objectives. And we're very firmly in the second category, which is where Narupi's proved itself to be really um, useful. Um, right, so sort of in terms of speaking different languages, I'm thinking mainly about the gap between evaluators and practitioners. And I realise a lot of you will have two hats or be doing both. So you may not have the same problems of translation, translation that we've had. Um, but we uh, got the opportunity to work with our outreach team to develop a new intervention which was great, great because previously we've been trying to evaluate things that already existed whereas we've got the, the chance to work with the outreach team actually develop something from the ground up and to build evaluation in from the beginning. So the intervention that we're developing is responding to the policy focus on white working class boys and it's also responding to the kind of um, awareness as, as Andrew said earlier that families are a kind of a really valuable point of intervention but then we don't do as much work with them as we could. So we wanted to try and work with parents more to help them support their students in their thinking around HE and progression. So the programme we're developing is a, a programme for parents and their children um, in Y7 and 8, coming up to well, into secondary school, thinking about GCSE choices. And we know that it's kind of, it's a fundamental direction setting period for, the, for those students and we know from talking to parents that they've often felt really insecure about their ability to advise particularly in terms of HE progression and next steps. The driver from the intervention was based on the practitioner's experience of, of speaking to parents and students of that age and I found myself thinking about um, Pollyanni's um, discussion of tacit knowledge 
which is knowledge uh, we know more than we can tell and also the kind of folk knowledge that um, Pawson and Tilly talk about in their work on realist evaluation. Um, Pawson and Tilly tend to talk more about the, the folk knowledge of the recipients of intervention but we've kind of repurposed it and we're thinking about the folk knowledge of the practitioners and what they the knowledge they bring when they're formulating a an intervention like this. So it was the idea that there's the practitioners came with sets of knowledge assumptions that they knew about but which were quite difficult for them to communicate with us as evaluators and as evaluators wanting to come in and um, evaluate an, an, an intervention according to its objectives we needed a clear idea of what those objectives were and that's where the kind of the difficulties in communication came from because as evaluators we were talking a very kind of quite a detailed systemic sort of language whereas practitioners relied a lot more on their tacit experience and they tended to work with broader headline objectives and I'll just put a couple of those up so th these are just some of the objectives that were guiding the development of the new program and I've, I've put a couple in, in italics and they're the ones that kind of spoke to us and spoke to us in the context of Narupi because they're all implicitly around different forms of capital um, they're around uh, habitus and field only they're not articulated in that way but it's obviously drawing from the same set of concepts and ideas and I don't know yet but something that would be really interesting to do would be to look at a bunch of access agreements and see how many of these concepts are in there and underpin uh, access agreement plans but aren't necessarily attributed to Bourdieu or don't acknowledge that kind of thinking but I, I don't think you know it doesn't matter it's, it's coming from the same idea so we were able to take these kind of high level objectives and start working with the practitioners but we found that <coughs> these objectives only go so far they're actually at quite a high level and as evaluators we wanted to get the discussion down to a much more kind of detailed um, approach whereby we could start thinking about what sort of measures might we use and that's where Naruta came in and this is the level one of the framework it's, it's um, years eight to nine but it's completely applicable to the Y7 and H students we were thinking of and in particular the practitioners responded to the, the bit I've highlighted in yellow because that mapped on to the kind of thinking they were doing about what parents and students know or don't know um, the choices they were making and how they were making those choices and the, the, I think the value particularly in this discussion for us was that we went from the aims to the actual objectives and all of a sudden as evaluators we're in much more comfortable environment because we're talking about objectives that we can then map onto measures and that we can actually start to use and the process of talking through the framework with practitioners was really useful and interesting and I think the practitioners were quite surprised by how much of their tacit knowledge mapped onto the framework and it kind of surfaced the influence of Bourdieu in, in their work even if they didn't articulate it in that way and um, it's also useful to talk to them about the bits of the framework that they didn't see as relevant to their activities because that again it helps surface their assumptions and the thinking tools they were using about their practice so we could say okay you're not interested in this what are you interested in and we kind of drilled down that way so what we, we've kind of got to the point now is we've got a set of working assumptions about what the program will do and we've got a set of detailed objectives that as evaluators we can build an evaluation framework that, that we can use to develop the measures to look at these impacts so it's kind of been a step from broad objectives into these more detailed approaches and I think that's it I'm going to hand over now to um, Alice and Emily from Oxford Brooks.